And five, four, three, two, one. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of America.com. My name is Rich Doc Hayden, and I am with Harpo. And here we are. It is almost the end of February. Harpo and I were just talking about how beautiful it is in the respective places that we live. Down in Georgia, you said, Harpo, that it got real nice today? It did. Sun, sun come out after lunch, finally. Excellent, excellent. And here in L.A., it was very beautiful today as well. That being said, my heart does go out to everyone in Texas and around the rest of the country who were severely impacted by the weather last week. As of this recording, it has let up a little bit, and at least on weather-wise, there's been some relief. Uh, There might be another deep freeze later on, but um, right now, we the country seems to be thawing out and coming around, so we're happy about that. And I know we'll just touch on it real quickly, though. You saw Ted Cruz hop to Mexico, took a plane, first bird out. He did, he did. And I think ultimately, this it, it, this little thing is going to pass. It's people are going to forget about it. There are, I know Ted Cruz wants to run for president in 2024. There will be 8,000 different news cycles between now and then, and this one will be forgotten. But, you know, the, I was just, I shared, you know, with a lot of people, I was just a little galled by the fact that, uh, you know, his state was in big trouble and he decided to hoof it to Mexico, but he's back now and he got thrashing press. So I don't know how much there is left to say of it. I mean, as a daddy, I don't blame him. As a U.S. senator, I still don't blame him. Because, I mean, there's nothing that he couldn't do on a laptop down there where he was at, nice and warm, that he couldn't do in Texas. I mean, for the Texas people. I mean, he can't go turn the power on. He's no electrician. So, I mean, I can't say I don't blame him. Yeah, I think, you know, I think that it's part of it is solidarity. So, standing with your I think I think it's totally blown up because he's a Republican. And the Democrats are going to blow it up. You don't see any other Republicans questioning him. At least I haven't. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's only blown up because it's the whole blue-red, we're against, I mean, the country's so split. That's the only reason it's even a topic. Mm-hmm. The, well, yeah, and I, well, I think if, and I also think that if, like, Andrew Cuomo had, sorry, Andrew Cuomo had done something similar to it, we probably would have seen Republicans jump down his throat. You know what I mean? But absolutely yeah. well they got partisans so so well he's back and um, hopefully he's doing something for the people of texas now but moving on we're going to actually this episode talk a little bit about foreign policy and and trump's policy towards foreign policy and just america first in general and how that contrasts with joe biden's policy and i'm very curious about it so I know that in the past couple of episodes, uh, one of the things that you said that I found intriguing is that you want a continuation of the America First policy. So, why does it appeal to you so much, and why do you want to continue? Well, I mean, he squashed that day one. Really, mm-hmm. he answered that question right, right quick for us about the America First agenda when he shut the whole pipeline down. For uh, so we knew, and then. We're outsourcing more than we were 
when Trump was in there. So it's, I feel like the America First agenda is nowhere to be seen in his agenda. Oh, I would absolutely agree with you. Yeah, no, Biden has taken a pretty radical departure from it. But you know, yeah. what? But you know, what was it about that agenda? You know, when Trump had enacted it, the appeal to you. I mean, America was making money. People had jobs. I mean, it, it was, we were making our own jobs and our own energy. We wouldn't, we didn't have to outsource it from another country. So we'll see what else, we'll see what else comes out of the uh, Biden agenda for America. We'll see what else we have to, what else he sells off mm-hmm. that we can do here at our, on our own. Well, there's, there's a flip side to that though. And, and let me, let me, let me, I'm going to back up a little bit before I get into the flip side and say that one of the things that Trump didn't, he only, he didn't do it all the way, but he, he kind of, he campaigned on and he alluded to was the idea of bringing some jobs back to America and having America become a bit more self-sufficient, which actually is interestingly enough, kind of a, or traditionally a democratic goal as well. The last the last couple of years have scrambled that, but um, the Republicans have generally been side of the party of globalization, uh, or at least economic globalization, and Democrats have uh, not as much, and, and Trump kind of put the kibosh on that. But the other side of that, and I'm thinking in terms of foreign policy and national security, you know, the America First policy was kind of an America alone policy. And I think specifically about, you know, our part like NATO and Europe and all of our allies that Trump really had no problem kind of sticking his thumb in the face of and telling him to get lost and then kind of cozying up with dictators. I don't know if he told them to get lost. I think he told them to pay their fair share, but they don't, they don't want to pay their fair share. So then, yeah, you tell them, well, get lost. Why, do, why does America still have to keep forking the bill? I mean, you take people out to eat, you're going to get tired of picking the bill up every time. I would. Well, see, the thing that Trump didn't get is if you're going to be a leader, you don't have to pay for everybody, but you're going to have to shoulder the cost. And you're going to actually, as a leader, you're going to have to shoulder a bit more of the cost than others. Now, I definitely agree that Europe has to pay a little bit more into NATO and they need to increase their budgetary spending. And Europe has been able to you know, get by with smaller militaries because they fall under the U.S. security umbrella. But at the same time, Trump just this kind of made it sound like he, um, he was just kind of like, screw you, Europe. I don't really give a fuck about all y'all. We, um, we're going to go it alone. And you can't really do that in this kind of environment. You got the rise of China. You got Russia still a real bad actor and you need friends to do it. So I was always curious about that. No, I said, I don't think he hated the people of Europe. I mean, he just wanted them to do their fair part, you know, pay their part. That's all. He just, he was, he he was, he actually was holding other countries accountable, which hadn't happened in a while. You know, I don't know if the Europeans saw it that way as much as they, you know, they definitely felt the Nor they didn't, and nor did the Democrats either. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the see the thing that I worry about is the his America First policy 
which is it turned into America Alone, which after a while turns into America the Unreliable Partner, which means everybody's going to go looking elsewhere for things, and that's going to weaken us in the long term. I I don't know if I agree with that. I mean, it was it was making us pretty strong. Mm -hmm. It was definitely making us stronger because we I mean we we were weak. I felt we were weak. I mean, when was when was the last time in history you seen where U.S. Navy sailors surrendered to mm-hmm. another country? You know what I mean? Well, all right, so that was with Iran, but again, we that was one incident, and that was that was done in part because we didn't want to start a war with them. So the yeah, because like Trump, oh man, like he he we. we no, he didn't. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't. Very fair. No, that's that's. He did not. He did not. I would say he is a. He was a very peaceful. Yeah. Person. And and if he intimidated other countries that were mm-hmm. thinking about it, I'm glad he did. That's what we see. Need. The other thing that happened under Trump, though, is that Russia became much stronger, China became much stronger, and the traditional allies that we would, the traditional partnerships that we would nurture to to counter that became much weaker so in the four years that he was president definitely russia but i'd also argue china became much 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 more powerful and then also through the totally botched handling of the coronavirus china really kind of ate our lunch over the last year and there's he was and one thing i kind of will give trump to even though i think he was kind of ham-fisted about it he spoke very tough on China, I don't know if he the policies that he implemented were not really well thought through, but you know he did go ahead and try to put China's place, which is one thing I hope. I think Biden is kind of continuing, but Trump seems he talked a big game, but in a lot of areas we're doing a whole lot worse than we were four years ago. What, what, what well, area? um, the again China has gotten a lot stronger and. China was strong before he was even in there. I don't, I don't know if I'd say they got strong. They might have got stronger in some things, but they got weaker. Uh, they've been others. launching a lot of cyber attacks against us. Um, same with uh, Russia. They were they they were doing they were doing that before he was elected because they were part of that whole scandal too with the Clinton thinking they hacked the election. Yeah, but they they've that, that was pre-Trump. So, but it's it's out. increased a lot since then, and. Because nobody, nobody, nobody put anything in place to stop it. Well, I mean, with. I mean, you can't stop something like that. Can't stop, years. but um, it's it's only gotten worse under his uh, under his watch. I hadn't heard about China in the internet or cyber side. Oh, they recently. Now there are a couple of hacks that I will go ahead. I will give you. There was a recent hack, I believe, believed by the Russians. Cyber warfare is one that the Chinese and the Russians have gained on us. Trade with other countries, too. The, you know, Trump does not like trading with. Maybe that's why maybe that's why we needed a space force. (laughs) So, you know, something space force might be one of those things that actually over the long term may not be a terrible idea. Yeah, I don't think it is. We're going to we're going to have to we're going to have to see because. yeah, we're going to have to see. Eventually, we would have established something like that. When you say cyber, I think of outer space. Well, so. you know, it's, it, in terms of like uh, computer hacking, um, the Russians have gotten way better and are doing it. The North Koreans are doing it. The, the Chinese are doing it. And it's gotten worse. Under... 
You don't you don't you don't think we're doing it? We are too. But I mean, I mean, it ain't like it's only happening to the United States. That's true, but we're not we're not protecting ourselves the way that we need to be. Uh, you know, we're not. Um, you know, we really really need to beef it up, and that's something I hope Biden does. The um, again, I go you know I go back to COVID because the you know they like economically COVID has set us back years and years and years and years, and we would have you know I think that we could have had a much more thorough response to that. And then, and you know, just um, think too, it's, oh, oh, the other one, him always bashing on NATO. And I think there's a big difference between asking partners to pay up and then, you know, totally bashing on your partners. The other thing too, that I'm going to say, and this is a little bit harder to quantify, but when he cozied up to dictators like, Kim Jong-un and Putin, it really sets the cause of democracy back around the world, too, because autocrats around the world are like, why the fuck should I think about or why should I even consider democracy when the U.S. is giving up on it? So he's really ceded that leadership role to China and Russia, too. And um, so, yeah, so in those ways, I think that we're not as strong as we used to be. I just know North Korea was building nukes and nukes and nukes, and all of a sudden that stopped. Yeah, I think shooting rockets. You you you, you didn't hear, hear that. They they're still they're still awesome. doing it. And the um I, I think you know with North Korea it's we're 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 back to where we were before Trump. I will give again, I will give him maybe half credit for at least talking to Kim Jong Un, but nothing has nothing on the ground has changed in North Korea. So, you know, I think that he's he's definitely shown us what is possible in North Korea, but in terms of like anything concrete happening, I don't know if anything concrete has happened. So our next topic, you asked me a question about Democrats and their relationship to Trump. What is the question exactly? I mean, why 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 are Democrats so obsessed with the name Trump, just in general, whether it's him as a president or him his organization, just the name Trump. So, you know, the thing about Trump, Trump came in and Trump did a lot of things, but he came in and I think he really broke a lot of walls that had been standing a lot of negative in a negative way. I don't say that in a, a positive way, but broke a lot of walls that had been standing, you know, like when he came down the escalator and, you know, said that, uh, you know, Mexicans are sending, you know, rapists and, and murderers up to uh, America, the um, his assault on the freedom of the press, this this whole idea of fake news, and the, uh, the you know the fact that like after Charlottesville he wouldn't denounce the KKK, and he's kind of always played footsie with white supremacists. So I think that you know Democrats have because and also just his real autocratic, like almost dictatorial uh, tendencies. That thank God we have you know the system of checks and balances and we have the courts and Congress, you know, didn't really do shit. All the, the entire Republican party is basically rolled over and let him take over everything. And he's just, he's got, he's just this one man who has, it seems like almost total control over the party. And he's just a lot of, a lot of racist stuff and a lot of uh, anti-immigrant stuff. So now we were talking earlier about the name changes on, 
some of the sites, specifically the there's this ice skating rink in Central Park in New York. And I know exactly the ice skating rink that you're talking about. So I think that a lot of it is to kind of punish his business and really just say, like, you know, we don't you know agree with this and we don't want any part of you so economically we don't want anything to do with you so i think that as far as his name on things go i think that's the reason yeah i just don't i don't know how i, I, I can't follow that i mean i, I think that's like that's, that's like elementary level that's like you slide on the blue slides every day with your people i slide on the red slides with my people and all of a sudden you become class president you you close down the red slides because of something i mean it, it make me sense to me just because of the name you're gonna punish everybody else who used that slide also it, it didn't make any sense to me why they're so obsessed with it just because of his name to, to me to, the way i look at it is trump's got one on the democrats that they hate so bad that they're they want to try to totally humiliate him and that makes me want to love the guy even more because that makes me want to think that everything he's saying is true. I mean, it's just crazy how, to me, personally, it's crazy how obsessed they are to try to just go after this guy because, you know, and anything that has to do with his name. So you just said something real interesting there. You said that um, the way the Democrats hate him make you like him even more. Why is that? Yeah, I mean, obviously he's got something on I mean, because they sure won't mm -hmm. shut up about it. They're trying to take everything from mm -hmm. him. So, I mean, you don't do that to, uh, I mean, that's what mm -hmm. you do to an enemy, you know? Well, see, now what I would say that is we, we kind of sort of do see him like an enemy because he spent four years in the White House making enemies of us. You know what I mean? And I don't think like he personally came came after me, but. But I mean, if you if you look back in his past, I mean, he used to hang out with a whole bunch of Democrats. Yeah. Like if you look back at all those, you know, past photos of him with, even with the Clintons. You know, he used to hang out, and run with them. I'm sure he probably funded them a little bit. Oh, he definitely did. But it's but it's like now, now they, he he, he knows something. I mean, no, he. De I think, to my knowledge, he used to be a registered Democrat, and also. Yep. To my knowledge, too, I may Probably be did. incorrect about this. I believe the Clintons went to one of his weddings. Yeah. I don't know. Or something like yeah, that. We'll yeah, we'll have to fact yeah. that. So forgive us if I, I got it wrong. But I thought he might have went to Chelsea. It, it was or one of those, something like that. Or he either, either they went to his wedding or one of his kids' weddings or, or vice versa. Yeah. So it was, it was something like that. I mean, Hillary was a senator. Yes, yes, he was. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'm sure he, mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm sure they did the politic thing. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, it's like, that was like, that's so far gone. You don't hear about that. Now they just, they're going mm -hmm. after his throat. Yeah, Trump was, I, I, Trump was never a, a good guy, but he, at some point, he flipped and decided to really rile up well, he decided to become Republican and really target the Republican base and, and really rile him up. And I, I'm actually completely surprised that he was not just able to do that, but I mean, was able to just take over and just dominate Republican politics in a way that like I, I've never seen. And I'm, I don't know if 
anybody's ever had that way over a party in history, well, I, in the American history. Well, I mean, I think he he registered with a lot of us. I mean, he said what a lot of us were thinking mm-hmm. for a long time, and some Democrats. I mean, there was like my dad. My dad was a full blown Democrat. I mean, he voted for Obama both times, but he didn't vote for Clinton. He voted for Trump. I mean, I, he just registered better with some of the old, old, old timer Democrats too in this area. I don't know about everywhere else, but I know my dad's not the only one that felt mm-hmm. that way. So, what did appeal to you about him? Bringing the jobs back to America. I mean, boom! You know, growing our economy in house. Taking care of the American people first instead of worrying about so much about everybody else in the world. Worry about us first. We felt like, I, I felt like we were getting taken advantage of. There's a lot of people that still feel that way. And like all the crazy stuff doesn't bother you? I mean, define crazy stuff. His, his I mean, tweets and like him, like, you know, just going after people and berating people. That's, that's, what, that's what happens to him. I mean, he's just dishing back what gets dishes to him yeah. on that part. I, I, I overlook all that. I yeah, but you, you know, that. so the thing with the thing with Trump, and here's where he's a, a master, and he he's the master of grievances, man. He's always been like this, even in New York. Like he's always been the victim. Like Trump's mo is to be like, go after people, go after people, go after people, and then when they fire back, claim that he's a fucking victim. And, you know, you can go back and find out who uh, go back into after a while. You can't you don't know who shot the first shot anymore because there's just so fucking much. But he does it with everybody. And I'll give you I'll give you an example. Just right after the impeachment, he went and took a giant shit on Mitch McConnell afterwards. And instead of like calling Mitch and trying to smooth things over and saying, hey, let's, you know, let's talk about a way forward. And Mitch was playing politician too, so Mitch McConnell's not innocent in this by any means. But... uh Mitch has been in there for a while. But, um... He, you know, Trump just... Basically, Trump's worldview is if you either like me and you're great or you don't and you're awful. And there's, there's, you know, no, it's black and white, man. And he will... You know, come after you and shit, you know, shit all over you if you don't agree with what he says or if you stand in his way. And I think a lot of Democrats are responding to it. And actually, you know what? To answer your question about the names, I think that it's like the average person telling somebody to take his name off or like boycotting his condo or something, which the average person can't do because he owns a bunch of luxury condos, but putting pressure on people to boycott his shit is, you know, kind of a way of punching back and fighting back. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I just, when you said the whole racism thing too, I don't know how people could, could throw like racism in his name, like, or affiliate him with it only because when he's trying to look out for the American people, I mean, granted, I, that's another thing that mm-hmm. I don't understand. Ooh. Well, this I can explain. And it's, I want to go back to Charlottesville. And Charlottesville is a great example. So, you, you know, you remember what happened in 2017? There was this white nationalist um, gathering there to protest the removal of the Confederate statues. And 
he essentially basically came out and made it look like both sides were equal and, you know, didn't disparage the KKK. That there was that there, you know, all, all the times that he, I, I have to, I have to, I'll have to get the tweets. There were so many of them, but like all, every time uh, like he'd say some shit about, you know, Michelle Obama in a tweet or uh, Kamala Harris. I, uh, again, I don't have them in front of me right now, but then I'll also go specifically to, but then people, then people mm, don't tweet not, them in the, not in the same way and not not in the same kind of race-based type way. You know, I have to... I I mean, it's only racist because he's white and they're a different color. That's the only reason. I, I, don't, I don't know about that. I mean, like, when you say that, I mean, you know, when you come when at the... Um, when he started, he said that, you know, Mexicans are only sending, um, you know, rapists and killers over the, over the border and... Did he say so he said, only he said, or did he say they're sending? Not only he, just, sure he, he said, he said I'm sure there's some nice people too, but because I mean, they, they to be honest, they were. I mean, there was a lot of killers that come up that border on a daily basis. If there wasn't, we wouldn't have needed a border but, patrol. Down. The the rest of the I, I I guess Republicans here only Republicans only here. He's just sending you know um, killers and racists. Everybody else hears that it's everyone. You know, Republicans may cut him a lot of slack and say, oh, he's just saying this about specific people. But like, I, I can tell you straight up, like not just Democrats, but lots of people hear that and they say to themselves, um, oh, he's saying this about everyone. And he's not. And Trump is not the kind of guy who would come out and clarify either. I mean, does he have to? I mean, what's wrong with screening everybody that wants to come into the country? But, but that's not really. How, how can I? It's, I mean, how, that ain't racist. How, gosh, how can I? But he's not. He doesn't. He doesn't do it to European countries. He doesn't do it to white countries. And so, and like calling other countries, calling the you know African countries shithole countries, and like you know why can't more people come come to the U.S. from Norway? You know, I'll give you another example. So, last June, when there were protests at the White House, he tear gassed all the Black Lives Matter protesters, and you know walked out to the church, and he's always, always, always constantly talking shit about. Black Lives Matter and how they're domestic terrorists, but then there's not a peep about the all the guys who stormed the Capitol in January, and a vast, vast majority of the people who stormed the Capitol in January were white and were like waving Confederate flags, and you know there weren't any Black Lives Matter protesters, and there were definitely not any Antifa. That's crazy. So yeah, no, nah, there were no there were no Antifa, no no like. Uh, uh, closet Antifa people in that crowd. You know what I mean? So the um, I bet if you, I no, bet some I of them were out there getting. I don't paid. think so, man. I don't think so. You know how many around that area would do something for two hundred? I don't. I don't. There's, 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 there, there were not. I can, I can say, it, but I can, but what I can, you know, what I can definitely say is that the vast majority. When I say vast majority, I mean like ninety nine percent of the people were pro Trump right-wing protesters who were who were hell-bent on causing trouble and again he didn't come out and speak down about it he didn't come out and speak against it. he just he didn't come out and disavow it. that's the word i'm looking for disavow he didn't I mean, come out and well, disavow it and um at one point he the one video that he was like forced to make he said you know we love you but you need to go home and like how are you gonna say that man I mean, has has Biden disavowed anti yeah. or has 
I think he has, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I, I, I do. And, and Biden was Biden, to his credit, was very good about speaking out against the violence at some of the riots over the summer, too. I mean, it's a it's, it's a it's a it's a blue red. But well, we we need to get some Black Lives Matter activists or somebody who's a bit more active uh, in it to get to get to explain some of the nuances to us, because it's Trump. You, Trump, you got to most politicians, you got to read between the lines. But Trump, Trump just comes out and screams it, man. And I, again, I wish I had some of his tweets in front of me that I could. They shut it down, which I totally agree with. They absolutely should have. But took away mm, his birth that's a separate conversation, too, because I don't, the, the government hasn't censored him. If it, was, if it was the other way around, God knows what it'd be going on right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to agree, disagree on that one, but... Which I'm sure I'm sure his speech at the CPAC will be aired, but hopefully not edited. We'll see which we'll see which news channel blasts the Republican CPAC. I'm gonna be willing to say I bet CNN doesn't air it. If they do, it'll just be bits and pieces. Well, what's I know I seen where uh, Pence, Pence, is, Pence, is, Pence is, is not coming. No. Well, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Which stations are Yeah, I'm going to be interested to see. I will, we will double check and hopefully we can do a little an episode on that in the next coming, in the coming weeks. So, well, I am going to give Trump one thing and that yeah. is that he is a master media manipulator. Here we are. It's what, like four months, three or four months after the election and a over a month after the inauguration, and we're still talking about him, and, which is actually you and I called it. We both called that he's not going anywhere. No, he's not going anywhere. I'm sure he. They, I'm sure he's going to be the GOP front runner for 2020. Yeah, I imagine so. Um, I, I think. Well, I think it's still iffy. I think it, a lot of it depends on um, a couple of things. You know, his health and his um, whether or not he gets charged or indicted in New York. I mean, he could be in jail. If well, Hillary, Hillary didn't do. Deal, Hillary didn't run shady ass businesses and run them into the ground. But that's neither here nor there. We're not. I can't get into his business dealings. I don't have the information in front of me. But my point is, we're still talking about him. He's still force. I don't know too many high class. No, and, and you know, my my gut is telling me that he's he's not going to go to jail. I might be wrong about that. I don't think. I don't think a former. Yeah, I don't. I think that they'll they'll get some of his people, but I do think that he's going to. Avoid. Now, let me ask you this question, too. I've heard a couple of reports that his mental health is not great right now. And he is starting to get a little bit old. And at the time, if in 2024, how old is he going to be in 2024? Uh, Because he he might be as old. I don't know. I'm I'm Googling Donald Trump's name right now. I'm hoping that Google don't ban me for looking at him. He's born in yeah. 46, so he's pretty 74, old. he'll be 78. So, no. that, yeah, Bi- Google Biden. Well, that's how old Biden is now, right? 78? Okay. Biden, I think he's 78. So that's another something to, to look at. So. Yep, Biden's mm. four years older than him. He, said, he was born okay. in 42 and Trump. So, Trump, so Biden would be 82 come 2024. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. They're getting up there. 82 so. years old. All right, man. Well, 
we hashed it out. We had a good one. We're getting to the end. Harpo, you got anything else that you want to you wanna say? No. The last thing so, uh, I will say. say is I do hope that uh, Congress is able to agree to a stimulus package. I was, I was wrong. I thought that we'd have something by March. It looks like that's not going to happen. Maybe, maybe at the earliest, the end of March. But right now, talks do look stalled. And I'm just keeping my fingers crossed, and I'm hoping we can get something soon because I know a lot of people need it. You were. I thought that. It, I, I thought so that was, that was the one more. bipartisan thing that they'd be able to agree on because everybody kind of wants it, but they weren't able to do it. So, well, when you try to throw in a hundred mm-hmm. mil to the Senecone Valley, that's already filthy rich. It's kind of hard to agree on that. What was a hundred mil for? Uh, who, it's some All kind right. of Silicon Valley. Right, well, look. Or something it's in. Mm-hmm. True, true. So who, who knows what that right. project is? Well, all right, man. Anything else before we do it? It's all politics. Harpo, thank you very much. As always, it's always great talking to you. And That's everybody, it. thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you tuning in. And we will see you next week on the next episode of America.com.